Hello, welcome to this edition of the Gage Podcast. I'm Simon. I'm Phil. This edition, as you might have told from the beginning, that Jamie isn't with us as yep. he's working. We have no Jamie. So we might be able to get on with things for once. Yeah, we're not going to go off on weird tangents about Seven of Nine and go and various other... Hill. Yeah, whatever, but we're not going to go over too much about that. We have got to point out that this will be the last episode of 2014. Yes, so Merry Christmas to everybody who's just had Christmas and hope you're all looking forward to a new year. Yeah, because that's what... Five days away to us. Yeah, 2015. Where's 14 gone, Si? Well, that's been, yeah, been an amazing year for the podcast. Not much happening next year, though, is there, really? A lot planned. <laughs> so you're going to make sure you listen. A lot of interesting things. Yeah, it's going to be... We're going to be... Bef- beforehand, we've been a bit sort of hit and miss every other week, every three weeks, every four weeks. We've been playing a lot with it, haven't we? We're going we're gonna to try and structure it so it's... It, the podcasts come out on a regular day, so yeah, make, yeah, yeah. Point so, out the word try. Yeah, try, try, because well, we always try and get stuff out. Try. <laughs> oh, we dream. We dream. We dream. <laughs> it doesn't quite work out like that. Oh no, I meant next week, not this week. I meant the week after. Isn't that sort of things we've been struggling yeah. with? Isn't yeah, it? true. So. Jamie's not with us this week. No, no. But I it's kind of a one-off, though. We didn't really think... We only booked this like a couple yeah, of days ago, didn't we? this was a bit of unplanned episode. This Normally, episodes get produced, what, a couple of months in advance? Yeah, we, we, and we think this about them and then we stick them... It was this, thought... Uh, what? No, you came round mine. It was before we started playing Halo. You came round mine. Well, yeah, and we just come up with the idea. It was, yeah, it was about, what, two weeks ago, a week ago? Yeah, and it was unfortunately so when Jamie wasn't around. Job, yeah. Mm. So this is when we got brainstorming what idea we can do, and I just went, ah, oh, okay. What about Star Trek role models? That's an interesting thing, and well, it's it might be longer than I expected. Yeah, we we, we, so we, we might, when we initially thought about it, it was we it thought, was, oh, we're just going to say who we are, role models are, move on. It's not going to be that long, but it's developed yeah, a lot since then. I mean, Twitter exploded, Twitter, didn't Twitter's, it? Yeah, Twitter's been a very good aid and. A lot of people gave me good help and gave me a good slap over the head and went, yeah, there's, there's more this Simon than you think. I was going to say, you've got Daniel Superfan, haven't you, as well? Yeah, hi, Dan. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you've caught up to this episode by now. So well, I was say, it's not going to be too long, is it, before he gets now. Um, Yeah, so this will probably end up being part one maybe part one it depends how we how we go with it but we'll, we'll see how we go but we will go into Star Trek and role models which is today's episode but yeah, before it it's in a land far away something has been building which has been going on for a long time <laughs> but we are going to be We're giving going Simon to... questions um, for our regular listeners we, we have regular questions quizzes uh, but Simon is the quiz master, so he doesn't get to ask us questions. No, so, that's not quite true. Kinda. But Simon um, hasn't had a chance to be able to go on the leaderboard. I mean, being going on the loser board. I mean, be behind me. What, be behind Jamie? Yeah, be behind Jamie. So, what we're going to do that, is... Jamie? I can't yeah. hear you complaining yet. So, we've actually... Hi, pr- Jamie. Production-wise, we're on 17 questions. Me and Jamie have had yes. 17 questions each. Yes, so I'm not going to bore the viewers by giving 17 questions, plus I couldn't think of 17. So <laughs> I've decided to do the first seven questions I've given you are going to be worth two points, thus giving you a possible of seven to, uh, 14. And then the last three questions are only worth one point. So giving you a total of Yeah, we 17. have got to point out I don't know them, I've only heard of them, and in case we get any emails about the scoring... Again, I have had no impact on the scoring of my questions at all. No. Is, is that true? No, there's no impact whatsoever. Sire si no imp- si has got no idea what I've got in they store. Have, that's <laughs> it, they have no impact on their questions and their yeah. scoring of their questions no. and vice versa no. to my questions. It's basically so Simon can catch up and then what we'll do every couple of episodes, Simon will have a catch up so that he gets the forfeit yes, when he, he loses dramatically to me and Jamie at the end of the year. Yeah, but that's... That's whether Jamie, uh, Jamie and Phil can be bothered to write the questions. I, I am actually, I really enjoyed. I sat down and I was writing these questions, and they all just, it, it's a bit weird. They've been coming to me every now and again. I've been writing them down, and there were several that I come to Did me. Did you find it fun as well, though? Yeah, no, really good fun. Really yeah, good quite fun. funny. You go, you're just gonna eat with this one. I can't exactly, write exactly. It down. But I didn't bother just, with just a lot like of the questions. Head. They all got scrapped, and I sat down in the piece of quiet. 
I'd just finished work. My last day of work, I got home and I had about four hour, three hours to kill when I thought, was, right. Was the internet helpful? Mm, yes, ish. But I come up with a lot. <laughs> of, I come up with the questions in my head, and you'll see it's quite varied. I go through a lot of Star Trek. Varied is good. Varied is well, good. I like that. Vulcans are in, included. Everything. There, there's. Oh, I'm going to say too much because I'll probably give stuff away now. But I've tried to cover every angle of Star Trek, and I will point out. I will. I will. I won't lie to you, there was two questions that I got help from my father-in-law to be and brother-in-law to be. Hello, Ken. Hello, Adam. <laughs> Shall we go into it, then? Yeah. And you would be prepared. Right, so you've got ten questions, yeah? Question one. Which is worth a total of two points. Okay? No, yeah, that's I'll better. show you that. Right, you ready? Yeah. Page ready. Right. In season one... Before... Give me a chance. <laughs> See, this is what I mean. Now one's a good master than me. Right, I've got to start again. In season one of Next Gen, the episode Conspiracy, which is episode 25, Picard meets an old friend, Captain Walker Kill. But what was the name of his ship? I'm not sure how I can spell it, but I know what the name of it was. Go on. If that's all right. Go on. Or do you want me to say it? Or Just what? say it, because there's no, there's no. This, the, I'll let you know whether there's a multiple choice. Ratio. Okay. Is that your answer? Yeah. Write it down then. That's right. Write it down then. And that was worth a total of two points. Question two. Cause Question two. Now this is a multiple choice answer what question. We all know the phrase Class M Planet, but what Vulcan phrase does the M stand for? <laughs> Is um, it no, I'm not, because that's easy. Oh, right, oh, damn it. Oh. Is it A, massive? Seriously? B, morbatory? Is there something called Minshara in there somewhere? Yes. It'll be that one. C, Minshara. <laughs> D. McLeanard. Ma oh. <laughs> Phil, think about multiple choices. They've got to be plausible. Yes, yes. Yeah, massive. Mm, yeah. Yeah, no, massive no, no. Planet, massive. Fine. No, 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 no. I'm not sure I did, there wasn't a word that said like, Hulk in it somewhere as well. Question two. Two? Are we up to three now? No, uh, three. Question three. <laughs> See, I'm not good at this. I did, I did really good at it before. Right, question three. In Measure of a Man, Data is given a present, a book called The Dream of the F Fire. But who gave it to him? Wolf. Okay. I think. Question four. In First Contact, the Borg travelled back in time to the year 2063. To attack Earth, but what was the year they travelled from? It's a multiple choice. Thank God for that. A, twenty four seventy three. No. B, twenty three seventy five. Yes. C, twenty five seventy three. Or D, twenty three fifty. Was it twenty three seventy five? What are you going for? B. Yeah. 2375. Okay. <laughs> sure? Yes. Okay. I know you're trying to do a good bluff, Phil. Alright, question five. I know my topic. Question five. Which of these is not a Federation ship? No, oh, God. Now, if you get this wrong. <laughs> right, A, a V20. The what now? B, a Raven. C, a Sabre. Or D, an Antares. A-N-T-A-R-E-S can't remember the fact what it's called but hey it's A ok question 6 you're going to love me for this one is this, is this one of the hard ones? This is, now, they're, so now they're getting harder now they're, they're getting harder say the Starfleet Academy motto <laughs> come on I can spell it, but I can't pronounce it. Go on in. Lovely bit of Latin. No, 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 no. It's, it's no. Say it's the motto. Oh no, no. 
they say it's the motto, the Starfleet Academy motto. So you know when you Is go it Latin. No, it's not Latin. It's you know when you go to university and and like they have a motto for their for their certain thing. Oh. What is the motto for the academy? So Starfleet Academy motto. I will accept if you're a word out. Do you know it? It ha- it ha- does come up in several episodes. Oh, I, oh, I, do you mean the translation of the Latin? Yes. Oh. Right. Sorry, you're right. Okay. Oh, okay. Um. Sorry, yeah, again, you've got to be very... Yeah, no, true, questions. true, no, true. Okay, I think, so my answer, so to so say listeners know, because I've been scribbling, yep. from the star's knowledge, that's what okay. I think it is. Sure. Extra Astra Science, uh, I tried to pronounce that a few episodes ago, and I still can't get it right. Mm. Actually, the Latin probably would have been a better a, a, question. Astra... But no, I'll stick with what I've got. Okay. Yeah, it's like, you kind of... Question seven. The Zindi is a collective term... For six different species, but what region of space are they all from? Oh, oh, oh! Do you want the expanse name? I want the expanse name. Yes. Isn't it bad when the person answering the questions go, Is it this? this <laughs> so I put the Delphic expanse. Okay. So right, next one is a multiple. Then? No, I'm not getting worried at all because I know what answers you've got. Um, <laughs> <laughs> question eight. So now, um, now, these are all, right, you've just done all the two pointers. So now these are all only one point. They're only worth one point and they are the hardest. Good, eh? Question eight. <laughs> then this is the absolute you're the one you're gonna hate me for. What is the registration number <laughs> and it is a multiple choice for the first that's the clue, what is the registration number for the first Starfleet Defiant? Is it A N C C one O one seven N C C 1764 NCC 75633 or NX 74205 ok so I've gone for the last one ok gone for D yep because NX class NX uh, registries are the experimental ships names all the rest of them are the ones after the experimental one mhm so that would follow suit, and that's the number I, I was looking out for. Okay. It goes 05 at the end. Okay. So that was no, the fine, one. fine. You sure you definitely 100% sure? Mm hmm. Yeah. Okay, fine. Moving You're on. You're not tricking me, Phil. <laughs> in question nine, sorry, in question nine. Yeah, well, we're in it. In Cardassian military ranking, what rank oh, is below Gull? There's no multiple choice. But for the listeners, I have two examples which will make it obvious. Uh, oh, oh. What do you think it is? I'm, I'm not worried about spellings. I'm not worried about spellings. What do you think it is? Leg, leg it. Yeah, I think I've got most of these, Phil. Okay. So you're just trying to... You're finding it how difficult it is to write for me. Last question. What was the name for the unstable wormhole that the two Ferengis entered and ended up in the Delta Quadrant? And it Barzan. also featured... Barzan. Barzan. Okay. Crazy. I think you did all right. <laughs> Easy. I might have got one wrong in there. All right, Mr. Super Star Trek fan. And I thought I was being harsh on some of those. <laughs> all right, fine. We'll see how well I've we'll done see how well you've done. Yeah. See how well you've done at the end. But I think you might be ahead of me and Jamie now. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think that was Thank what? You, do you think that was well rounded? Think that was mm. a good course of questions? Yeah. They just need to. You need to up it to eleven. But yeah, good start. Alright. <laughs> Alright. Should we get into? Um, should we do news or topic first? What do you want to do? Where we normally do it. Topic. Topic. Yeah. 
Right, so Star Trek role models. Mm, where do you want to start off with well, it? Well, I think there's four ways we can look at it, isn't well, there? I told you there's four. I know. I know you told <laughs> me there's four, but I wanted to sound clever. Because we've got our own, haven't we? Mm, got our own role models, ones, yeah, which, has which, 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 um, which are all characters, aren't they? Yeah. But then the second way we can look at it could be production crew. Production, yeah, because there's quite a big name in there that you turn in. Yeah, yeah. From that. Then three on a global scale. Yeah, again, there's a famous one about um, uh, Uhura mm-hmm. from original Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. And then you've also got a fourth one, which I think I'll let you say because you come across it. Is the mythology behind it. So yeah. it changed the whole idea of it, not necessarily down to a character mm. or production member but yeah. the mythology behind it so it affecting your life in a yeah. so the ethics way. the rules mm. the morals you get from Star Trek Which is, is in its way itself a role model and I've got to point out that I th- to some degree I think you'll probably agree with me here mm. that I in some form or fashion I do believe in I I uh, I know of or believe of well, it's like, it's like them, anything it's I? like to be a good person you, we all know a good person follows a certain guidelines. You don't steal, you don't lie, you don't cheat, you don't, you know, don't do thing, horrible things. Yeah, um, and Star Trek is almost like a religion in that faith that, in, as, a, as a child in Christianity, you're taught to be good and turn the other cheek. Star Trek's same as Star Trek. mythology is like the Ten Commandments mm. in a way, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. By kind of, you know, kind of best yourself and don't. Don't do anything horrible to anyone else. Well, exactly. It's like the, um, oh, for Christ's sake, Prime, Prime Directive. Directive. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Brain, wakey, wakey. Hello, hello. <laughs> so, should we get into? I think that the fun one we want to get into is actually characters. So, pick three then for me, Sai. What for me? Yeah, for you. We'll go. We'll go to Twitter after after myself. But I think my la- I think you you do your first. I'll do my first. There's two that I think. There's Riker. I I think he's an awesome guy. Mm. He's really. No, I did think about Riker. I did think about Riker because he's got that sort of. He's he's got a swagger. He's similar to Picard, but in so many different ways, he's totally yeah, different. Got, we'll go back to Picard because mm. he is mm. one of them. But he's the one that everyone says they don't say him. He, they might, he might not be number one, but he'll be on their list somewhere. Do you think it's because he's a bit more of a father figure? Because when he has to be he, tough, he's no, tough. He embodies the franchise. He embodies everything about mm. it. Patrick Stewart is Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's uh, you know just. Um, I mean, out of Twitter, out of everyone you asked, you asked quite a few people, didn't you? There's about I, seven yeah. people. Did they all come up with Picard, or no. a good percentage of them? A good percentage. A good old percentage named him at least somewhere. So let's say, so hi Dan again. Dan Housen said, Captain Card, CNG was my first taste of Trek. That voice, that speech he gave him was about the truth sums it up for me. Yeah. So for, because you haven't got to that point yet. There's an episode, <laughs> going back to your question about Starfleet Academy, where's he go to Starfleet Academy? Mm. I won't hush things up about, oh, you haven't got to it yet. Yeah. Spoilers and stuff. Mm. Where there's an accident at the academy and Wesley's part of a flight team and one of the um, cadets dies oh right and there's a cover up about it for the from the cadets and Picard finds out what they're up to and goes I'm going I'm to tell the board what happened but it's all about truth yeah. scientific truth um Real life. It, it, with Picard, it's black and white, isn't it? Yeah. It's either it's either yes or no. So that's you know? what Dan was on about. Mm. So that's what so it's all about. And then my do they do they touch on that again in um, in Enterprise then with the um, with that pilot who also has a crash pilot? with Sam? Is it Sam? No, Voyager. Is it Voyager? One of the characters. I'm, I think it's Voyager. Where there's there's a guy. Who with Chakotay and Chakotay doesn't like this what, guy. Paris. Paris, thank you, Paris. Is that oh, is that similar? Oh or? yes, we've gone up. Uh, yes, you we've guys gone went, up this garden park You guys before. went over it in after oh, last episode, where yeah, we know the last away. episode. Now I can clear that up now. I can pick up where Jamie started from. His name was Nicholas Sacano. Jamie couldn't remember the surname of him. Nicholas Sacano. He was played by Ro- Robert Duncan McNeil, who was later on to play. 
Tom Paris in Voyager. Because mm. there's that animosity between Paris and... Nicholas Sakano yeah. is effectively the same character. Yeah. The, problem, the reason they changed his name is because if they were to use Nicholas Sakano, you would then have to pay the creator, the writer of that episode or the creator of that character to reuse him for every single episode of Voyager. Yeah. So then you've got to pay out money for that every every episode, every season. Yeah, it's probably and not a good they idea. they don't want to. So that's where... So it, was, it wasn't... It, so it was basically... It was having money that fits the storyline for Star Trek. But it, yeah. in obvious Star Trek, you you reuse actors. Mm-hmm. And you just go, oh yeah, that's that's not the same person. Like, you look at Cisco's father. And he, you go, hmm, he looks very familiar. Because he also played Admiral Cartwright in right, I see. Star Trek original series films. But anyway, going back to it... Yeah. Tangent City is ever. No, I think Picard, with me, there's three... I think everybody has certain parts of their personality that they get, or certain parts that helps them deal with day-to-day life and people that they meet. So Picard is that father figure, that strong person saying, this is what's going to happen, that person that, in a situation, yeah. yeah, in a situation... You know, whatever he says, he's going to help well, you get out of it. That's why there's t-shirts out there saying, "What would Picard do?" Yeah, exactly. And or, uh, I must point out, he would say, what would "Let it snow." What would um, Kirk do as well? But for this point, we're saying, "What would?" See, I don't know about Kirk. I, I think yeah. probably I'm a different generation. I would always say, "Phil, that's something." Now you've actually kind of gone, "Okay, that's maybe." I think there's a bit of growth there. You've mm. gone. Not my era, but I understand it. Yeah, yeah, I know, because I'm picking up on what you say. But I think, um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the quote now, because I think Big Bang cover it very well. It's Picard over Kirk as a captain, but Kirk over Picard... No, ah, Picard is, over Kirk, is that the, but um, original series over Enterprise. Is that the um, Sheldon's roommate test? Yeah, it's when they first... It? It's a roommate test, when they first meet. So they both agree that Picard is better than Kirk as a captain... But they both agree that the original series is better than next gen. So I don't know. I don't know. But, but I think, I think same, Picard is, is, is out there. But going back to Riker. Is it, isn't it? Riker. I saw, I always thought Riker was decent. He's got that swagger. He's the one that you look up to when. Because he knows how to talk to women. Mm, he yeah, knows that, what he's doing. That was one of my key he's points. got that way about it's, him. And then in a way, it's oddly going he's back. He's the older brother, isn't he? Yeah, it's oddly going back to the Shorely. Oh no, I haven't heard that. We need to get this short leave episode yeah. out. We keep referencing it. Right, we just must get that up in the production. Anyway, Tangent <laughs> City. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Um, yeah, so, and... Uh, <laughs> yeah, but to refer to that because you haven't heard it, I would have him on short... I would go to short leave with him to yeah. some things So up. We're, we're kind of saying Picard is the father figure. Picard is the kind of holy grail He's the daddy. role models. But... Riker is your, is your right, older yeah. brother. I'd say Riker, yeah, I've always got a bit of a soft spot for. And to some degree, you could even say Trip Tucker because he's sort of down the same sort of mm. thing. It's the. I, when I got thinking about this, because say we haven't had much thinking time for this, so I came up with a list of about four. Mm. And I've, I'm pro- did you ever. I, I've, I've come up with three. Uh, but I, I did have others, but I got but rid of them. It's the sort of the, the type that I got down to. Is the happy-go-lucky guy, mm. the honest guy. So you've got O'Brien, you've got. Um, yeah, O'Brien's a good one. I did think about O'Brien because he was just he one of those ones that, no matter what, no matter what it gets thrown at him, he has the ability to deal with. And it. most of it was always engineers. So it was O'Brien, Scotty, Geordie, Geordie less so. But you like Geordie for the. You like Geordie because he's Geordie. No, but going back to it, Geordie's one of those ones that he's a stable character. He's reliable, he knows what he's doing, and he does yeah, the right thing. Yeah, not distracted by women. And not distracted by women, because <laughs> he can't see him properly. No, you, you, you must have seen so far, he doesn't get a lady at all in Star Trek. No, no. He only gets about one. No, but no, what I'm is. saying is he is a stable character. He's one of those ones that but he's reliable, he always... But that's why you don't think of him, because he's taking it for, not for granted, but he's well, one of those characters always there. That's a great bit of logic. Yes. Yeah, go for him, because you don't think about him. Okay, that's a bit... No, this, what I'm trying to say is there's something good that's, about uh, consistency. That's you see a what bit I mean? like, if, you, if there's no one around when a tree 
If, if there is no one around when a tree falls, can somebody hear it? It's that logic, isn't it? That way. Or if you shake tree, monkey will fall. Not <laughs> <laughs> true. What? Right. Anyway. Um. So who who else then? So we've got Picard. We've got so we've got Picard brother. Uh, sorry, Picard father. Riker brother. What about sister? Have you got any? Have you got any ladies in yours? Because I haven't, and I don't mean to be a chauvinist pig about that, but I haven't, role model wise. But we, we, we tw- Twitter said about yeah. uh, there was a chap who said about seven of nine, which was quite a nice idea. Well, I think we've actually got to go back on a bit of Jamie's published work here mm. on the blog. On the blog, yeah. Because I think he summed it up best. Jamie, yeah, he said mm. Jamie for because he was talking about his role models. And then he named three Star characters. Yeah. And one of them was Jamie, and in real life, I emulate Jamie for him, for organisational abilities. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, in fairness, Jamie's one of those ultimate. You could, you could argue that she's the ultimate captain it's for for that. Let me just get my point for that because Picard is a very big male role model, isn't he? He's a male role model. She's the uh, female counterpart. But she's the female counterpart. But there are so many males that see her as a role model. So she's kind of a double-edged sword, isn't she? She's got both. So I said Janeway. I wouldn't say Seven of Nine. Oddly for I me. can see Seven of Nine for somebody I, who... I can. Y- I can see it, but me. not for me. Yeah, I can see it, but not who for me. Who I would say, though... Well, we both come up with the same one here. Who are you thinking of? I'm thinking you're going to say Data. Uh, well, I'm still thinking females. Oh, sorry. Okay. Go on. You brought that brought it up. Yeah, no, go on. Uh, Crusher. Actually, yeah, that's a good point. Sure, I was going to say Crusher. Deals with stuff. She knows what she's doing. She's clever. And later on in next gen, as you'll see, she does go on, sort of, to Command Enterprise. Yes, because she takes because she's she in charge. If Kusa, if um, so, she is a very good role model if mm. you think about it. Because at that, and this goes on to the global stuff that when Next Gen came out, and I think actually talk about that when Next Gen came out, they wanted more women to have more authority. Mm. So, and was it that it was like it was just going back to how Star Trek to, always yeah. emulates what's going on in our real time and this is going back to um, when women were fighting Michelle for Nichols, their yeah, yeah. and um, African um, I know what you're trying to say Af- I can't figure the word African uh, oh, sorry American listeners with our brains of uh, um, African Americans one black, in the black African American. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, Try, who, who, what, who were then pushing for their own equal rights? And um, she was the um, like role model. For, yeah, role model. Yeah, yeah. Um, for well, at least we know one little girl. Mm. For in um. See, go oh. before before we kill ourselves. We go off on a tangent. I'm surprised you haven't come up with Anne Frank yet. As a role model. No, because we're talking characters. I know. Oh, cool Star Trek, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> tangent, tangent, tangent. But she inspired um, Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, that's it. I, I, I wondered how you were coming in with this. <clears throat> so there's but all whoop, that. Whoopi then? What about Whoopi? Because she's the one. She's the agony on, isn't she's she? She's not there that often, though. But she's the agony on. She's always there where there's a problem and it needs solving. And someone's down in the dump. So Wesley, oh, I love girls, but I don't know how to talk to them because I'm a silly little boy. She says, go give him. So she 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 goes, give him some chocolate. Give her some chocolate. Way through a woman's heart, through her stomach. <laughs> slap me, just slap just, me. You can just kind of. I was going to go down a sort of weird, weird direction, just kind of behind it to be less of drugs. <laughs> Sleeping pills. No, Look, have, have this chocolate. <coughs> 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 maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe that's not a bad thing. <laughs> Should we come back to it? Because it's going to get very weird and seeded. <laughs> we always do. Yeah, I know. I know. So, second mobile role model then. Um, I was going to wonder. As I said, it always goes back to previous episodes to me, but goes back to the episode we did for the convention 
Mm. But specifically part two. Um, oddly, from really? Oh seen yes, because this is because he he was a bit deaf and dumb. He's a bit dumb, but he's actually got a clever. He yeah. actually had a clever. He's, he's dumb as far heart. as Fringies are concerned, yeah. but then he ultimately he had becomes a good the heart. Yeah, and it, I was kind of thought. I was like him and vice versa. Yeah, it's one of those films that you might not be the cleverest person, you might not go there, get to things as quickly as other people, but you get there in your own way and you do make it, sort of thing. If that makes any sense whatsoever. <laughs> but no, ROMs are good. I mean, I was going to go... There's, there's two secondaries for me. One is Wharf, but I'm going to go to that in a minute. But the main one I'm talking about is Data. Because Data for me, and not only is he my favourite character, but he reminds me of that part of us that is always asking questions. And can you remember when you were at school and you were still maybe in your, your teens, you may be 15, something like that, there were certain words, certain things that were getting battered around that you didn't know what it meant. I always imagine me, when I was younger, when I see Data. Because... If I go up to you and say we're going to play a game of cards or we're going to be doing this or I give you a slang term, he won't understand. But it reminds me of when there were, when I heard a slang term back when I was younger, if that makes any sense. Because yeah, you didn't know, sense. you didn't know, you didn't know what it meant. But you didn't want to not know what it meant because but it's not, it's you, the, you wouldn't want to see it seem stupid. Not quite an adult, but not quite a child. Yeah, it's the kind of. Um, it's that it's that first for knowledge, which I which I I think's brilliant, you know. Well, you say once you start with Star Trek, you well you start you start quite, yeah. You, you go into a world where you go, oh my god, I knew nothing before this point, mm. and you get into weird terms and you go, why do I know that now? Yeah, exactly. But you do know science, you know proper science that most people go, and what now? What does that mean? Mm. And you go, well, actually, that means this thing. And yeah, I can't stand it when people are a little bit like a oh, da da da. But that's the thing you kind of go, your tolerance for kind of stupid people sort of goes up a bit, and you go, but seriously, seriously, mm. if you watch this, you'd actually understand it. Well, I always told you about that American lady that I met when I was in the, um, when I went to the London Aquarium. There was a, a, a there was a fish with a gimpy fin, and I went, "Oh look, it's free winning." She went, "Oh really? Really? Let me take a picture." And this is a darkened room, and she was taking photos through glass with a flash. And you're thinking to yourself, "Who's <sighs> using the family brain cell at this point?" Who's using the family brain cell? Well, well, when the brain cells were given out, she was at the back of the queue. <laughs> but anyway. But should we go back to Twitter? Yeah, back to Twitter. What have other people said about their second then? There's no real seconds, but it's. What, what's the other suggestions? Names. So you've got Kira, Jadzia, Jomei. Well, Kira's a good point. Kira's a very good point. Yeah, she was a bit too angry for my liking. Yeah, but she, she's that angry part of every woman inside that just wants to hit someone. But they can't. Yeah, but they would hit them, though. Yeah, true. So is that. <laughs> <laughs> intelligence and role models don't say, yeah, hit them. Okay. Um, no, but I suppose it's dealing with the anger, I guess. Um, well, I, I, I can understand it. Season 7, Kira. Season 1, Kira. No, 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 Let's no. beat them up. Yeah. Because by well, seven, may, no, maybe that in itself is a role model, because she's grown and learned to deal with her anger. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Hold the phone. Madeline Johnson came on and said, um, Belana, I relate to her anger. Voyager showed that despite the anger, you can finally be happy. I needed that. Well, actually, that's linking in very nicely with what I was going to talk about with Worf. Worf, yeah. He's because he's my role model, because when I was younger, and Sai, you know this because you've known me since school, can you remember that time when you were getting picked on? Yeah. Quite a bit. And I got so angry that you were getting picked on that I grabbed the bully, picked him up, and went to throw him. Well, I literally picked him up above my my shoulders and went to throw him, and all I got was you shouting at me saying, stop, and I stopped. But because uh, I was such in anger, I, was, I had anger issues and everything else. But Worf kind of reminds me of that because he keeps his locked up whenever Picard tells no. So you telling me to stop is almost like he did, did kill Worfley. He did kill a, kill a child in school. Huh? He did kill a, a kid in school or injured him. Oh, Worf! Fate, like fatally injured a kid. 
right. So that's why I use a bit kind of... Cause, uh, I thought it was in me then. I was like, oh, I didn't know. I'm sorry. As I said in the previous <laughs> episode, Klingons have... Oh, the last one? Yes, with the I last can't episode. Remember out my own the, right, we are wrong. They have doubled the amount of strength as mm, humans. Exactly, so they don't know their own strength. So For me, it's when I have that rage, when I used to get that rage before I learned to calm it, before I learned to exert it. That's what it was and like. I used to be able to bring up my strength. I used to be able to attack. I used to be able to just lash out. But it's watching him not do it and build it up inside That's is, what, is uh, perfect. Madeline went on to say. As, as she drew stronger and developed, she let go of her anger and realised, I need to let that go too. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's the kind of, okay, that I've gone far enough now. I've sh- I've proven... It's also holding grudges as well. It's teaching you not to hold a grudge. I used to hold a grudge for years. People used to forget who I, who I was and I was still holding a grudge against them. You know? It's like, come on. <laughs> chill. What are you going on about? Um, we've also got on here uh, some kind of trick. I tell you guys, have said uh, Cisco showed that sometimes best to break the rules for the right outcome. Yeah, because of course he's a accessory to murder, isn't he? That he was um, a captain at war. So I think you've got to kind of go. Yeah, that. it's about that. It's going back to that old cloak and dagger. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Doing that saved many lives. Um, so again, he's going back to doing the right thing, isn't it? Yeah. Even even the sometimes the wrong thing can be the right thing. And that's how we got uh, Romulans into the war. Yeah. Um, the Trexpert. Yes. To you guys, so you've been a quite a good chat chat to every so often. Who said um, Picard? He's a diplomat first and foremost, and he yeah. fights when he has to. He also thinks things through at both sides regardless of his yeah opinion. because obviously when they um, at the neutral zone when he met the Romulans if he had fired then or if he had raised his shields and made his weapons that could have been the end of him and he knew when to he knows when to back down he knows when to back down he knows when he, the fight isn't isn't winnable should we go on to 8 to 5 what yes they now they were quite interested really go on I'll let you since you got the sheet <laughs> <laughs> well they were all about the mythology of it so they, they did say a few names to me. So they said... Um, Are they um, the people that made you think about... Something about... The, 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 the bigger picture. Yeah. The bigger picture. Because uh, they said, I've almost related more to the intelligent outsiders through Data Spock 7. And mostly Spock's he said what you said I earlier. I need someone to explain why they think 7. Because I can, I can understand it, but I would love someone to try and argue the point and say, well, I think 7 because of this... Well, and make me think. Hang on a minute. Intellectual outsider, someone's clever but doesn't quite under, doesn't quite get the grips of emotion. I think that's what he's going to try and go for. So all the people he's named are quite clever but don't really have emotion. See, I can see not seven, but having met Jerry Ryan and listened to her talks and stuff like that, I, from her point of view as a role model, I can kind of relate to it because she's quite clever. She's actually um, got a PhD, isn't she? Yeah. She's got a doc. Uh, is it a doctorate? The PhD? Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember. But she was actually heavily into science anyway. But she was also heavily into girly things, and I think that's quite clever. A lady who isn't worried about what she likes, or isn't worried about what she thinks, or, or isn't worried about appearances, sort of sort of thing. You know what I mean? That's quite a nice. But no, I'd love to. Anyway, going back to it, what did eight, um, eight of five say? Um, I don't know a way of summing it up, but it's going back to the mythology of it. It's, it's not going necessarily back to the way that we deal with Trek. More of the whole thing, and the way that I've said on my about me bits, and as you know from knowing me for God knows how many years, that I try and live by what they say and what what mm. Sussex's all about, and that's what he's saying for him. His role model is. The role yeah. model is the Star Trek franchise. It's trying to better yourself yeah. by any way you can. And by going for... One of my e- idioms is anything's possible if you put your mind to it. Yeah. It's all those sort of things. So I thought that was a really interesting thing to pick up on. Because I, I say I do live by it. And honestly, I do. Mm, mm. No, I know you do. I know you do. And I completely overlooked it. And then 8 5 came up with this and went... I, literally, I, I did reply back saying... Um, That's brilliant. Uh, where was it? Where did I? They're all over the place. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's and weird it, when you try and print things on Twitter; it doesn't work. It was, and I sort of literally said, 
How on earth did I overlook this? I do live by this, and it's like, and it clicked in my brain. But this is why it's good to talk about mm, it and debate about what, it. Yeah, because this is wonderful. In your own mind, you're only ever going to think of one the, thing. Apart from the capital limit. Apart from yeah. The, but yeah. So, so should we, um, should we go on, since we're talking about the, um, we've done the methodology, what about a global scale? But we touched on that earlier with we, the horror. So, the, I mean, the global scale for me is the horror, or it's also, just, just thinking about it, is has Star Trek been a role model for the way that we shape our well, world? Oddly. Because tablets, yeah, smartphones, that, yeah. communicators, walkie-talkies, you know? Scientists watch, have watched Star Trek, and that's where you've got stuff like Velcro, you've had... Flip um, phones. Flip phones, as Jane will, no doubt. Yeah, he's still got a flip phone. Flip flop line. I think next episode we might have to bring that up just yeah. so he says it yeg. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna listen to this, you do realise. <laughs> so Hi Jamie. Hi Jamie. Was that was that seven of nine again? Huh? What was that? Pleasure cruise. What? Neelix in a speedo? Huh? Oh, sorry, he's telling me that Oh, that's not very nice. It's a bit rude. Anyway, um, Was that about Marianne Hill? what was that about? Reproducing elsewhere? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> right. Um, on a global scale. On a global scale. On a global scale. Go on. Tell about horror. A horror. Uh, well, I did say it. Okay. I you did that gonna, earlier. I thought you were going to explain it. I did. Whoopi Goldberg. I think I yeah, did okay, mention fair it. Fair enough. You did. But you did mention whole, it. But it was a wrong one because as stuff it went on through a series. Um, Women got bigger command roles. Okay, I was about to say, careful with your words there. <laughs> Over the series, women got bigger. Okay. <laughs> Let's bring it back to Dempsey again, Phil. Thank you for that. But they got bigger and bigger command roles. Eh, bigger and bigger command roles. Yeah, command roles. But that's like you've got Beverly. Jam roles. You've got yeah, pork rolls, sausage rolls. But you've got Beverly going to <laughs> chief medical officer. Yes. And then yes. by the time you get to Voyager, you've got um, captains of starships. Yeah. Showing that women, this is kind of you know that unsexist thing it is. Women can do it as well, you know. Of course they can. Of course they can. So it's quite nice that they showed that. So you had you know her on the bridge and mm. going. They weren't. They went from being a sex symbol to an actual depth of character. You can sort of argue that. Well, look at the original series. If if women aren't just a sex symbol in that, but you, I say you different can, the time. Whole I know we didn't say seven or nine is because <laughs> cat suits. Yeah, I suppose. So that's the reason why I don't sort of didn't say it because you get, you give them cat suits and then you go, yeah, well, what are you trying to you give it? They're giving it. Mixed well, messages. next gen wasn't like that, was it? The only one who was in yeah. that. Which I was just about mention. to say Deanna, but well, Deanna, actually, that's a good point. We didn't mention her, but I mean, in I the first series, in the first season, I didn't see her as a role model at all. Oh, I something something on and, the wind. Oh, well, <laughs> to bring Deanna back by season seven, she also gets the rank of commander and does actually command. You don't see it, but she does command Enterprise on a few night shifts, just like Beverly. So. It's, you can argue that as well no, but true. she's not one that you go what about Jana? and everyone goes yeah what about her but it's more again she she's Beverly. a Geordie character she is one yeah, that is stable that helps the others <laughs> what would you say you say stable monkey <laughs> that's what you said for yeah, Geordie true. no no oh, ok no true so should we say production then so are you t- when you say production as a role model, well, what are you talking about? Who do you think about? of production-wise? Roddenberry. Yeah. So the he's great, ethics. The great bird of the galaxy. Guy they've interviewed a whole lot. Mm. That's what you think when you I think was thinking more like, when, when you say production, I thought you meant more like the writers, the, the film crews, or am I going off a complete wrong tangent here? Well, there is one track spot that that has been a role model for me for years and actually get a chance to meet him and Larry Lemonchick yeah well I was going to say oddly enough our, our fourth engaged podcast member what our honorary member yeah 
because you have to admit, when we went to the convention, he became a role model for us, didn't he, Neil? Well, even before then. Even before then. But Hi, Neil. We, hello. Because <laughs> we asked him questions. He told us what to do. He, he gave us that before. Because you, you're a little bit... Because if it were me, I'd just go and do something. Whereas you, you would do it by the letter, do it by the law. And we didn't know where to go, what to do, where we go behind the scenes, where we had the decency to do that. But he sort of just made it easier if you see what I mean yeah. the invention wasn't difficult it was just easy well I love so it it's just kind of yeah guys just do it stop worrying about it yeah. just get on with it <laughs> just, yeah just do it just, just get on with it guys why are you talking to me about this just <laughs> get on and do it <laughs> but yeah. no that in itself is a it, that's a production role model that's a life model life role model that's I'm trying to think the best way of putting it I'll just say podcast role model podcast role model but then you look at that Would then you? you need to talk about the Trekkie Girls yeah don't we I'll say oh, oddly I have sort of podcast maternity fraternity fraternity maternity sorry. means babies I did wonder why you yeah okay fraternity is like um, moving on let's, let's not give me an English lesson in front of the nation <laughs> what the 50 odd listeners we've yeah got. true <laughs> fraternity is the college things over in America Ah, maternity and sorority. I, I, I thought I, you always. I, I did actually think you always said maternity, which I always wonder. I did think that was a bit of a weird way of putting it because yeah. they're not giving birth to us, but well, they are giving birth to us. Well done, feel logic. Feel logic, yeah. That's another wonderful feel logic. You go, huh? Yeah. Feel, here's an example of feel logic. I love I love being in my own little world because they know me here. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're. I say in one episode I think I would do is I think the three of us Jamie says Jamie so mm. I think we occupy a town called Tangent City yes we could we Home could population. we could even do a podcast about tangents I was going to do one called Tangent City because it can just so go you, anywhere we want yeah we'll, well, we'll try and base it on Star Trek but no if, we, if we're doing Tangent City I'm going to talk about anything <laughs> we'll, we'll start off Star Trek and it'll go God knows where well, that's the interesting thing where it goes. Right. But it's, yeah, it's. So you've got tricky. There's so many people to mention, and it, there is a blog coming out, hopefully by the time this is out, where I sort of say the inspiration for where the podcast came from. So hopefully you understand me mm, better. Mm. But yeah, the Star Trek podcast for 30 is wonderful, and Neil is wonderful as ever. But they are, but in a sense, role models. I'm surprised you haven't said someone from um, The Star Trek 2012. I'm surprised you didn't come up with a name from there. Someone you kind of went, oh my god, he's awesome. Got a picture with him? Got a picture with him? Richard Arnold. I'm surprised you didn't come up with Oh, sorry, yes. I'm surprised you ever thought that. Well, very true, very true. You said I go, oh my god, that guy's awesome. I can't remember his name, but that guy's awesome. Well, I remember listening to him, because I, I didn't know who he was, and you said, let's go and do this talk, and I'm like, okay, I'm a, re- I'm a, I'm a retired Star Trek fan, let's just go ahead with it. Well, you knew nothing. I knew you nothing. You knew absolutely nothing at that point. I knew, I knew Balana Troy's name. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he was, he was so, I think what it was, he was so passionate about it, and he was so knowledgeable, it was like, this guy's cool, he knows what he's talking about, I listened to him. And that in itself, I suppose. But then we can then we can talk about with role models. Like you just said earlier, it just goes anywhere because it's not just it's oh, I like Jeremy Clarkson because I like what he says. It's anything. It's even it's even it's it's even somebody who gets up every morning, doesn't complain, goes out to work, comes home and and, and enjoys life. I, I haven't told this many, but Jamie, I, I'm quite vengeful. Vengeful envious of Jamie because he has a very simple way of looking at Vengeful. life vengeful you do mean that I want to try and kill him no I meant like um, what's the word for it envious envious because he hasn't got I mean because I own my own company so I, I worry about the company I worry about the staff I worry about this I worry about that I worry about paying for this Jamie's quite capable but no what it is is that he's he hasn't got to worry about that sort of thing and that in itself is a role model he just goes along whatever hits him hits him he hasn't got to worry it hits him you know, he doesn't worry about what's going to go happen, and that to myself is is a kind of role model. Does, make, does that make any sense, or is that just a bit weird? Jamie, my role model. 
look, considering he's listening to this, yeah. yes, I, yes, I do think he is, yes. But no, what I'm saying is, but then there's also one in you, Si. I was wondering whether I was going to come up at some point. Because Jamie been, said we, it as well. Obviously. We've been friends for so long, and I think we've kind of been each, we've bounced off each other and been each other's own. We have influenced each other a hell of a lot. So, for example, me getting you off your arse and getting you to do stuff, and you bringing me back down to earth, saying, "Hang on a minute, this <laughs> ain't gonna work, is it?" Well, if you remember, I was a lot more quiet when mm. we first met, and I'm a lot more outspoken than I used to be. Let me know. I can't shut you up. So it, it's everyone's a role model. As, as I say, as it sort of leads on to what I was going to say, and I think it's—I think we'll go back to this. I think it's to part mm. two here, and I'd love to get Jamie's input in this. Well, yeah, that's why we're going to do a little I snippet think, on I it. I think I think that's what we'll go back to, and I think we'll have part two to this. I think we'll read because there's so many more. You've got your parents, you've got your sisters, you've got your teachers, you've got the bus driver. Maybe but not the bus driver. I say with <laughs> with it with that label. It's a bit of a too, it's too it's a, broad. It's a, it's a loose term. So when when we come up with this and we thought, oh, what a brilliant but idea, well, yeah, we, we stumbled on it and it was probably a bit too big. It's like jumping on a landmine and then going up five foot in the air. But that's what I look for. That's why yeah, I always say true. to you guys, good start with Star Trek Three, but what about bigger stuff? Mm-hmm. And with this. We've only, we've sort of like opened Pandora's box. We're scratching box. the surface, aren't we? That's what I look for. That's what I want listeners to hear every time they turn us on and go. Oh, hmm, I never thought of that. I, that's made me thought. So I hopefully it's made you think about who are role models in your mm. life as you've it, gone along. Yeah, it kind of gives that brain that little bit of a catalyst to start thinking. It, it make yeah, it make that, and that's what Star Trek's all about. Make you go, yeah. hmm, I didn't think of so and so that way. And just say there's podcasts out there that have made me go, oh, I've never thought of Star Trek like that. I mean, there's one other one that's just quickly gone in my head, going back to scientists looking at Star Trek. Star Trek is a role model for every single technologically advancement we've made in the last 50 years. How's that for a statement? I would say say it's a large proportion of it. I wouldn't say it's solely. Mm. I'd also say Star Wars. Yeah, okay, so fair enough. Battlestar Galactica. Sort of. Stargate. <laughs> sort of. Someone's about to now kill me. <laughs> <laughs> but Sasha is partly responsible. I wouldn't mm. say it's solely, because that's going to kind of. But he's had a big, big mm, influence. He's had a big impact, yeah. Big impact. Well, well you know, heavens, through popular demand, they managed. You know, one of the shuttle. Uh, the, Space shuttle um, test vehicles. Mm. The one that was in, um, they didn't take in space. Yeah. They, through public demand, they called it Enterprise. And that just shows, doesn't it? Yeah. Everyone going, well, why don't you just call it Enterprise? Isn't that kind of an obvious name? Yeah. But you know, it would be nice in like 300 years' time, there are Enterprises, there are all the classes that have already come up. Well, well hopefully in a few, is it 20. 18 Enterprise in space will hopefully be up there for an orbit going Perfect. back to the Larry Namek check and what we're on about yeah so hopefully that'll be up and have a look for them about and things that's mm. quite a cool project that they're working on so yeah it's so yeah we, we, it's something we're going to have to we're going to have to come back to this but, because we haven't had enough time but that is actually going back to what we're on about because mm. that's all about Star Trek and science fiction inspiring kids to do scientific projects that is actually going to happen in the Enterprise and Space project. God yes. Almighty, that's a mouthful, but that's... Did that you breathe? <laughs> no. But that is... Oddly, that is what it's all about. Can you say that again? Nutshell. Say it again. Thank you. <laughs> I'll re-edit it and just kind of copy that bit out and stick it in. Do you Simon want to, says. So, <laughs> so do you want to go on to news or do you want to see how many questions you've got wrong? Do you want to do news? We'll do the news, yeah. Do you want to do your one? Oh, I was just going to mention about there's been some developments with the writing for Star Trek 3. I thought you were going to talk about Wolf. Oh, that as well. Sorry. Okay, you you were going to talk about that one. Right, well, there's been some developments, which I don't think is true. We tweeted it today just before we recorded. They reckon that Wolf is going to be in Star Trek 3. No, it's Wolf getting his own series. Wolf getting his own series. Sorry, why did I think Star Trek 3? Wolf getting his own series as a captain. 
<laughs> Whether that's yeah, I know, I know. Whether that's going to be true or not, I don't know. Because um, yeah, they, they always bring out these little snippets. Yeah, it happens every couple of years. Wolf's going to have his own series, and it never actually happens. Do you know what ever. I think it is? It's a smokescreen while they're sorting out Star Trek Three problems. Could be. It's giving other people to look at. If it does happen, this is one of the kind of things. It's going to be if quality. It, if it does happen, it's only going to last for a season. Yeah. I so, just to eight, sorry, Worf getting his own series as a captain. Yeah. Yeah. All emails. Life, 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 life beyond next gen. But anyway, go, go to the proper part of the news. This is about Star Trek Three. Yeah. And as you've probably known from everything, because and given we, our last podcast, we mentioned that the th- there was no director in the seat. Yeah. And there, there was no one from the original. It. So it's now. Justin Lee from Justin Lee, um, yeah. the Fast and Furious franchise. I, I've mentioned this to my mum. There is a joke that I would like to make that I think is quite funny and everyone will sit there going, eh, no. But hopefully the film will be fast from Walt and hopefully people won't be too furious with him. Well, what we've we've seen with J.J. Abrahams, if someone isn't a real Star Trek fan, or isn't massively into Star Trek, or done Star Trek Have in the past... Have you actually seen any of his films? I've seen all the Fast and Furious, yeah. Are they any good? Well, a lot of people will say that the Fast and Furious films are definitely a man's film, and they are they lots of action, lots of yeah. uh, scenes, lots of... probably in those, but... The second film was very, very good. The first film set it up. The second film was much, much better. So, do you think he's got a chance of doing this? Yeah, I think it's really good. I think it's really good. The second film was like a... um, was like two guys who... One was an ex-policeman. One was a a, a, a guy who um, robbed and steal and had had a tag on. And then they both had to bring down a big drug lord. And the third film was all about... Was it, the third film was a bit weird. The third film was, hey, here's a screw-up. He gets moved around a lot. He goes to Tokyo, and now let's go drift our cars. The third film didn't really have a lot of depth. It was a little bit... Yeah, okay, bored now. But the fourth and the fifth... The sixth was really good. Sixth was really good. So I, I, I'm actually looking forward to it. Now I know it's him... I'm looking forward to it because it will it will be a different spin and I'd like to see a different spin to it. Again, he can go anywhere he wants. And oh, what was I, going off? I had a thought, I know it's gone out of my head now. Um, it's because of that joke you just said. I'm going to bring fast food and not many people are going to be furious with him. So what were you thinking? That's funny. That's like saying a man walks into a bar, says ouch. Wait being quite comical well I suppose it is Christmas and it is the time for silly cracker jokes it's a cracker (laughs) right but uh, that was it I was going to say anyway what hides in a what hides in a bakery's kitchen mint spies that was on my (laughs) cracker this year (laughs) anyway um it's been news, but I've not really looked it up, so this is why. No, again, we 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 we, about, we, we um, only we only booked this a couple of days ago, didn't we? So. Well, I should know. I should, this stuff I normally look up, but we don't. I don't know what Robert Orsi's doing. It's it's a bit kind of. Well, if he's really left the franchise, thing, what is? If he's left Star Trek, what is he well, doing? The thing is, is he actually a production staff member on it, or isn't he? That's the thing I can't. Work I don't out think he is. is. I think he's totally not. And are they actually using his script, or are they writing a new one? Because mm. I've seen word that they're writing a new one. So that must mean that um, starting again. The new guy's gone. No, no, that's naff. I'm writing my own one. Which is fair enough. He's got to do his own spin to it, isn't it? And it's being released on the 8th of July 2016 now, isn't it? Yes, 8th of July 2016. So, yeah, we'll do that, and I'm sure there'll be an episode about that. Exactly. I think we're going to have to bring that up again. Again, me and Jamie just talking about it isn't enough. Some some of these things you have to go on. Right, questions. Should we see how many you got wrong? Most of them, right. Well, in fairness, I think you've done pretty well, but I think you're going to kick yourself on a couple. I so, I question know. one. This is the one about um, conspiracy theory, and what was the name for the USS ship that Captain Walker Kill had? And you gave Horatio. Correct. Two points. 
Uh, question two. Uh, we all know the phrase class M planet, but what does the Vulcan phrase for, for the word, for the letter M stand for? Minshara. Correct, Minshara, correct. In measure of a man, uh, somebody gives day to a book called The Dream of Fire. Who was it? I said Wolf, but it's for Picard. Wolf is correct. Ooh, Oddly enough, when I did these questions to uh, Ken and Adam, they both said Picard. I thought, I thought so um, you did you did very well. I thought you were going to get that wrong. Was it a uh, ten forward, isn't it? Yes, yes. I thought you were going to get that wrong. Okay, right, this one I thought you were going to get wrong as well. <laughs> In first contact, <laughs> what year? What year did they travel from? Did the Borg travel from? Twenty three seventy five. It was twenty three seventy five. Why did you think it was twenty three seventy five? Did that just sound right to you? Because mm. I, I, I threw in twenty three fifty as a curveball. Too early. Too early. Yeah, fair 24 enough. Twenty four is that's I think twenty twenty four seventy three. That's even beyond. Well, I, I knew it had to be a twenty three because I knew you'd know it was twenty third century. So, right, this one I I you I I actually hoped you'd get wrong because it was a starship one. <laughs> which uh, which of these is not a Federation starship? V V twenty Raven Saber and. That that a series I put in as a curveball because that's animated series. Correct. But a V twenty. Do you know what a V twenty is? Is that a Second World War super? Mm, no. Well, yes, true, but it's a Romulan cruiser. What's what series? Don't know. I just looked it up. It said Romulan cruiser because I, I had to know. try and get Romulans in there somewhere. This you want the set question this six. Got say the more. Starfleet Academy motto. You were correct. From the stars, knowledge. I put that out of the bag. Then you did bring that out of the bag. I thought you were going to get that wrong. I just get the right definition. I was going to say extra extra science or no extra as. Oh, I That's what remember. I should have given you the Latin for because it. Because I get confused with that. And I can't pronounce. But then to be fair, the Latin wouldn't have been fair. Cause you would, probably wouldn't have got it right. That would have screwed you up though. Yeah, I true. I think you would have struggled with it. Okay, question seven. The Zindi is a collective term for six different species, but what region of space are they from? The Delphic Expanse. Correct. Do they exist anymore? Again, I thought you might have got that wrong, but why did I? Right, this question. This one I hoped you'd get wrong. <laughs> and the clue is in the question, and I'll tell you why. And I had to look this up, and I did a lot of research. What is what the red? What is the registration number for the first? Yeah. Starfleet Defiant. Is that an X? It isn't. It is. The answers were NCC 1017. That is the prototype for the Defiant and was actually the USS Constellation which was destroyed in Doomsday. Answer B is the correct answer. NCC 1764 is the correct answer. And the C, NCC 75633, is the Sao Paulo. And D, which is the one you gave, is the one that's destroyed by the Breen, which is actually the sister ship to the first Defiant. Mm. Well, this is where I've got issue. This okay, is where your fine. research might have screwed up a little bit. For defiant? What do you mean? Do you think, mean Defiant name? Or do you mean Defiant class? I said the defiant name, first defiant. But that wasn't very clear. Yeah, which which yeah, which is which is the registration number for the first Starfleet defiant? Yeah, but defiant what? Yeah, good point. Class or starship? Anyway, I screwed you over. That's you got it wrong. the thing. Anyway, I screwed you over. And you got it wrong. You had to get one question wrong, so. Question nine. Defiant what? The quizmaster rules. But I am. Quizmaster rules. You got it wrong. The NX is the right class for. Defiant class, but you didn't say class. No, I didn't say class exactly. I said defiant starship, so therefore you need to read the question correctly. It wasn't very clear. <laughs> question nine. Do we, do we have Jamie rule over this one? Well, Jamie or the public rule on this one, because the qu the question was what is what I is the registration number for the first defiant? Uh, sorry, first Starfleet defiant. First Starfleet Defiant. Well, arguably, they're both Defiant. But which one's the arguably. first? No. Well, which? That's right. what I'm saying. N N if people look it up, NCC one seven six four is the first Defiant. Yeah, from um, 
original series, so I'd like right. to see that. Yep, so that's the first Defiant. But you didn't say class or... Moving on. If you said USS Defiant, what was the first USS Defiant registry? That's what I said. <laughs> so what are we going to do? Have I got it wrong? You got it wrong. Until, so Jamie, until Jamie either overrules me or you. So we're leaving this and showing yeah. me for the next episode. Yeah, now you need to put a big old red cross on your book there. I'm Just not, because it's not... <laughs> it's staying blank, mister. Fine, okay. Right, next question. In the Cardassian military ranking, what rank is below Gull? Like it. Incorrect. It's actually Glyn. And give an example of Gull, Gull de Ka. Yeah, you know. And give an example of Glyn, Glyn de Mar. You know what I'm thinking? Mm. I should have. This is something I would normally say to you guys. I should have got that from stupid Star Trek Online. Yep. Should have done. Oh well. But you didn't get I it right. Live with that. The next question. What is the name for the unstable wormhole that the two Ferengi en entered and ended up in Delta Expanse, um, which was also featured in both TNG and Voyager, you said? Barzan. And for bonus question, why is it called Barzan? Because it's next to that planet called the same name. Barzan 2. So you think you did quite well there. So how many, how many questions 1 to 7 did you get right? All of them. All of them. <laughs> Bloody hell, 14 points. And then you've got a further one, and then possible. Yeah. So at the moment you're on 15 points out of 17. I think you've done quite well there. Shake my hand. Were they okay questions though? Yeah. Probably a bit easy. Yeah. Maybe. I actually thought they were going to be hard. No. Not for <laughs> not for the Star Trek master, which is Simon Cordell. That's sad. Do you think you need to get a bit of help from the aforementioned Neil Green or someone else? Well, I think I did quite well there, but maybe they were a bit badly, weak. But I, think but I think they were quite well rounded. I did. They were quite a nice array of questions, they weren't were, they? They're a mixture, but I think they're the chicken tikka masala of um, oh, questions. Fine. Well, next time I will get you an address of questions. That's what I've you know, I did have harder questions, like my first question. You know, I told you about the um, the actual name of the ship. So the first question in season one of Next Gen Conspiracy: What is the name of Captain Walker's ship, Horatio? My original question, which I thought was too harsh, was name all three of the captains that he met. That's the sort of question that I ask you guys, and you go, I don't know. Yeah, but I, I thought that was going to be a bit too harsh. Do you want to help me out a bit? Just kind of, yeah. there's, a, there's quite a big gap between... <laughs> well, no, I, I wanted to give fair questions, but there we go, there we go. So I think we're at the end of this one, I think. We are at the end of it. It's Although only a good, quick little podcast, what we normally do, but because it wasn't, there's only two of us. So, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. But yeah, Simon well, is now on the board with 15 points. Does that mean you're beating me? Don't think so. I think ooh, I'm behind it a bit. Oh, 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 oh! Oh no, no, I'm ahead. By how many points? Jamie's got nine, and you've got ten. Crikey! So you're five points ahead. Yes. Damn it. And on that bombshell. <laughs> anyway, guys, it's been lovely to uh, yeah, do this podcast for you over Christmas. Have a good, have a good New Year and be safe. Make good choices. <laughs> See you guys next year. See you guys next year. All the best. Bye. Bye bye.